As of right now, we are at war. How desperate am I? You call on such lost creatures to defend you. How desperate am I? You threaten my world with war. You steal a force you can't hope to control. You talk about peace and you kill because it's fun. You have made me very desperate. You might not be glad that you did. There was an idea. Bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they can become something more. Like the battles that we never could. Welcome to Fury's Finest, a podcast about Marvel Christ Protocol and the Marvel Universe. My name is Jesse Aiken, and I'm joined by Chris Bruffett, my co-host. How are you doing today, Chris? Jesse, I couldn't be doing any better. It's time for one of the most exciting episodes, at least for us, to record. We have a blast every time. Because we have a very special guest. Dylan, Dr. D is here. Hey, that's me. Uh, you guys uh, took me out of the little pod thing that they have an alien that they get uh, Ripley out of. I was sleeping in that thing, and you just wake up. You just wake me up, me and my cat. You're like, let's that's talk right. about painting. And I'm like, fine, whatever. Give me some coffee. Duncan, on I hand. I some donkeys in me now. Stat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just, we just wake him up for these episodes, and we put him right back to sleep after, so... So well, we don't fresh. want him. We don't want him exposed to the air for too long. Well, since Dylan's out of his pod, that does mean we are having a special day today. It's of course the end of the Pain Gallery of No Name season. What do you guys think about this? I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to properly paint because I'm going to be constantly comparing myself <laughs> to all these wonderful entries that that we keep having for all these things and. Every time I'm inspired to try to get better, but I'm also discouraged because I'm so bad. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to get philosophical. It's really sad to see a great thing come to an end, but that just means that we haven't we have the opportunity to start another great one. Oh right my after. goodness! Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm, I'm Dil- Dylanese, Dylanocrates. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. I read it. I read it in the doctor's office waiting room. So, Chris, I I echo what you're saying, and of course, Dylan, what you're saying too. Where it's like a conversation Chris and I had off mic was like, is it getting harder and harder and harder to cast your vote every season? Yes, it is. What do you think about that, Dylan? What do you think that says about the testament of our community? I would say that the perseverance to improve is definitely something that somebody, a couple a couple of people will consistently tell me, oh, hey, I really like went out of my comfort zone to paint this or that or whatever. And you could definitely tell because when you get the repeating, it's interesting, right? Because now that we've been doing this, this is the third, this is the fourth one. So it's been almost like a year. We've been literally, we've had a, a yeah. couple people where we've literally seen a year of their painting. And I can truthfully say that you rarely have an opportunity to see someone's like improvement. You know, you get like those little life stages and to be able to actually look at old galleries and be like, oh, hey, look, this person's been really putting their elbow or there. They've been, you know, they've been grinding on the millstone, shall we say, and they've been practicing. Right. You can definitely tell they're getting a lot better, which is amazing. Like we obviously we love. I mean, there's a couple of repeat people we always see in the community. We absolutely love them. There's some people you don't really see talk in the Discord all that often, but I recognize the names. I'm like, oh hey, it's this guy again. Great, you know. And it's cool. just It's amazing to see. Yeah, I mean, progress is progress, and in the least, like you said, just the people participating every time is kind of amazing, and seeing new faces and new names, right, as well. And I think that'll 
happen every time we have the contest because we have different themes every time. And we'll, of course, have a new theme for the next season at the end of this episode. But yeah, I think it getting harder to vote is a testament to the work everybody's putting in. But also, you know, I think everybody's stepped up their basing game. I think everybody's stepped up their photography game, you know, and I think it's been a more than just painting learning experience. It's been kind of a, a multimedia learning experience in a lot of ways, I think. I don't know. It's very exciting. I would actually run off of what you just said and say that I would say that this was the basing. This was the basing gallery. Everybody had a fancy mm. like base going on into this one. I'm assuming John BW, the previous champion and also previous, previous champion, uh, inspired many people to uh, up their basing game, which un- unfortunately, that's where I've always specialized in. And that's how I always win my painting awards. So now I'm not going to be a special snowflake anymore. It's over. Hoisted by yeah. your own petard. Here I am. A failure. It's one of my only strengths in hobbying is basing. <laughs> so it's just it's just gone for me entirely. So yeah. Basing gallery, that's very interesting. I think we'll see a theme of that today, especially a lot of our picks. But you know, I, I, I'm just super ecstatic that we're at this point. And of course, what we're gonna do today is we're gonna talk about how the spring season went, all the entries, you know, honorable mentions, and then our three favorite picks each. And then, of course, we'll have the grand unveiling from Dylan to Chris and I, and of course, you, the listener, of our first and second place winners, and then our random raffle prize winners on top of that. Because once again, this competition is for everybody. Just by entering, you can you can win just as big as the winners. Right, Dylan? Yeah, I can't win, which means you're if you just entered, you're already in a better spot than I'll ever be. And it's like going to the gym, man. Even if you didn't have a great day, you still went. That's true. It's awesome. They, they say success is mostly just showing up. Bam. If you're in the gallery, you're a winner to me, baby. Absolutely. You're a winner to all of us. But before we get into the gallery today, we have a little business to attend to. Fury's Finest is supported by Mr. Laser. Go to mr-laser.square.site for all of your Marvel Crisis Protocol needs. Of course, Fury's Finest is also supported by iWarGame. iWarGame makes the best marked neoprene mats in the business, and we really like their products. So to check out iWarGame at iWarGame.net for all your MCP play mats. And of course, our patrons support Fury's Finest at patreon.com slash Fury's Finest. If you enjoy the show and would like to support us and join our Discord community and participate in things like this painting gallery with no name, in the Secret Wars League and many other things going on in the Discord. Check out the Patreon tiers. We take this time to thank all of our patrons for their support. This week, we want to send a very special shout out to Alexander. Alexander, thank you so much. Thank you, Alexander. And of course, we cannot do this show, this show without our Avenger producers, Rusty, Dylan, Rich, Puyan, and Sean. Thank you, Avengers team. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Dylan Perfect. is here. And he's, he's, he's ranked number two now, too. He's moved up the power rankings here. It's a high. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been number two for a while. Only Rusty, only Rusty can command you, Dylan. And me and him are we're both big Daredevil fans, so just know that if you besmirch the glorious, glorious Matt Murdock, <laughs> it's all going to come crumbling down upon you. I support this. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, let's get into our pin gallery with no name spring season gallery and results. So we're going to start with the section like we always do. If you're new here, we talk about some honorable mentions, some models that really stood out to us that we really liked and that we just want to mention how cool they are. And then after that, we get into our top three each of our favorite models. And then Dylan tells us about who won the entire thing. So starting off today, we're going to do our honorable mentions and we will link the Flickr gallery in the show notes so you can follow along at home. But Chris, starting with you, do you have any honorable mentions? Boy, do I. If you could all flip in your Flickr gallery to Vulture 1, 
That will be my first honorable mention. What really stood out to me on this particular model was the wings. The feathers on the wings are absolutely incredibly done. The shading is perfect. The highlights are perfect. They look so spectacular. The color choice, it's a different color of green coming off from the uh, from the suit. It just all works wonderfully, not to mention the basing is fantastic. And it's a vulture model, which is just awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be in the game eventually. We're, we're going to see him. But like seeing one painted up just makes me more excited for the fact. Also, excellent basing. Excellent basing. Yeah, one of many. Vulture's name is Adrian Tombs, right? Correct. Yeah. So, it, like, when I look at this model, Tombs. <laughs> when I look at this model, I see three different shades of green. All of right. them work pretty well together, which is great because yep. that means that he knows fundamentally how to get different values out of his colors. Mm, very nice. You got the bright lime green. You got the like tealy type turquoisey green, and then you got the more like natural green going on mm-hmm. on the base. Big supporter of that. And yeah, like the, again, the basing is incredible. That little tree thing is cool. I think you nailed it with your explanation there. It's three different colors of green all working in tandem. It reminds me of some of those, you know, Vinci V videos of doing a, a model in all one color, you know, and uh, very, very cool. And it's hard to say if it's the case in the model, but his eyes also might be green. Right. Mm. I also like the the muscle work, Dylan, where it's like that third green we're kind of talking about is used to represent all the high points of all the the muscles, you know, and it's it's an interesting it's interesting green. As far as bodysuits go for a 300-year-old man or whatever it is that Adrian's supposed to be, he right. he's pretty he's doing pretty well. Hey, he's cutting, man. <laughs> he's cutting for sure. But moving on, I've got my first honorable mention, and it's a very, you know, simple one. And, you know, Chris chose Vulture because he loves Vulture, and so do I. And I chose Rocket because I love Rocket. Now, if you could turn to Rocket number one in the gallery, it's a fantastic Rocket that has been modded. And you guys know modding is the way to my heart in a lot of ways. And this guy printed off a boombox and a baby Groot and also made Rocket shooting out a missile of his gun all the while a good paint job on top of all these features we're talking about. And then on top of that, he went the extra mile and added decals and things on the boombox to be in Canon with the MCU, like star Lord boombox, the level of detail on the boombox, the Groot, everything in conjunction. I mean, the Hadron collider actually seeing, you know, the projectile coming out of, of, of the, you know, impromptu weird rocket designed gun is it's pretty cool. I really enjoy this one. It's it's just fun. It's very active. There's a lot of motion happening on this model and it, with the paint job too. And it's just, it's very good. I don't know if it's actually part of the normal sculpt, but it appears he also gave him a jetpack. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. And I don't know if he had, a, it was like a 3D print of it or he used some kind of resin, but he also got like a yep. exhaust fumes out of it. It's really very well inspired. I love so it. So many also, mods. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on on this two threat model. Yeah. And a lot of band decals on the, on the boom box, which is very cool. You got Rolling Stones. You got Kiss. You got Grateful Dead. Maybe a Clash logo. It's hard to see from this angle, but I, I like the attention to detail with all that. You know, there's a lot of extra work that was put into this for sure. Well, and, and not to mention the posters referencing one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, that's right. I love it too much. Dylan, this was talking about what we were talking about last time, where it's like setting the scene of the photographs, you know, and actually having terrain out. I think Chris gave a lot of votes last time to like some amazing scenes, like, you know, like 
two times ago that Dr. Strange in the city, you know, like just like setting all that up really sells the model on top of like the work you put on the model. And I think this rocket is a good example of that. I think they executed every feature that we like of this contest, you know, we, we push people to do, you know, the photography, the setting up of the scene, you know, the basing modding and then painting on top of that. Right. There's a lot going on. They really put in work. And he a little bit of OSL in there too, with the little light. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and it all comes together very beautifully. Well, that's mine. It's rocket number one. But Dylan, what's your first honorable mention? My first honorable mention is going to be Honey Badger number two. And let's just get this out of the way. There's a lot of Honey Badgers. <laughs> yeah, so. there's definitely people started pulling out the Honey Badgers when we said two threats. So I imagine uh, that was a long time coming. Absolutely. But yeah, let's talk about this Honey Badger number two. I recognize the background image background thing. image again yeah yep so this this is a long time contributor to the gallery as i was even saying at the beginning he said that they call her honey boo boo this makes sense with what's going on in the base what's happening on the space still so poor poor deadpool he poor said poor wade said something that he must be regretting on some level because he's just a severed head laying on a base he probably deserved it it's rough percent <laughs> said he probably did deserve it I'm not sure if this actual 3D print, because this is a Trident one, yeah. does it come with that this is like, base? I think it comes with some of the base. Yeah, this is a, actually, this is a C27 one. So C27, I know a lot of them have fancy like diorama-y yeah. base pieces. So in this case, it works perfectly well. When I first saw it, it reminded me a lot of the Marvel zombie sculpts for the board game. Oh, yeah. Those basings a, on those. Got a very strong vibe out of that. And then- uh, obviously take Gabby who who doesn't love Gabby and you ha- have her awesome little I don't know what to call it, like hoodie outfit thing that Wolverine and hoodie yeah gotta love it and I love the eyes the little eyeballs with all the yellow and the blood and it looks like he went for non-metal metallic on those claws mm. correct yeah, and did a great job with them too really great job it's delicious. The deep, the deepness and richness of the blue on her uniform is Ooh. spectacular. And we can't forget to mention the blood that is chilling from her claws because she just recently severed wade's head that was definitely green stuffed or something that's that's permanent on there you know poor ryan reynolds (laughs) (laughs) i think he really outdid himself with this one this is another one of those like you know obviously people that contribute all the time and i can truthfully say that out of all the models he has contributed i think that this displays conscious levels of improvement absolutely yeah awesome i love seeing his work every every time we come in here too so shout out well Chris, what's your last honorable mention before we get into our top choices? In keeping with my theme this year of being very impressed by color usage Mm. and just the colors folks are getting on these models, my final honorable mention is going to be Nebula number one. I absolutely love the light purple into a slightly dark yet still light purple, darker blues on the face really help make these light purples kind of blend in, feel really good. It's kind of a, a washed out vaporwave type of vibe on the model. And I, I just, I'm very impressed with it. That's all. I will say that my favorite part of this one is the, it's very subtle, right? Cause I think the actual nebula model, you beat me to it. Definitely <laughs> I knew more, what you were say. more inverted, I guess would be a good way to put it. The subtlety of the undertones uh, Chris is talking about. And, there's some purple on the base as well. Mm-hmm. 
There absolutely is. Tying it all together. So I find it very cool and very exciting. And yeah, we need more Nebulas in this game. She's awesome. You know, she's good. She's the answer to Ulick. I've been telling you guys. <laughs> That's true. Chris is like, we just one shot Ulick. It happened. Nebula. It, it happened for me one time. So therefore, it is always the answer. Ulick. That's interesting. Maybe the I want to think about him for something I say later. Ooh, anyway, oh, very exciting. A little exciting. tease. Ooh. Well, my final honorable mention before we move on, keeping on the vein that Chris is on, I have Nebula number two. And once again, basing is the name of the game today. And I think this might be one of the best basings in this entire competition this time around. So we have Nebula and more of her MCU suit, the dark burgundy, right? And the purple, like that. Uh, guardians like early guardian stuff and then we also have her rebased so she's not on that engine sci-fi piece she is now jumping off some like toxic barrels but to take this one step further one of the barrels is on its side and one's upright and she's kind of tiptoeing off of that doing her assassin's leap but to make this even more interesting this person did a custom base which is like a sci-fi base with a a grading some sci-fi textures and then like a a drain of some sort, also unique colors, some grays, and then a dark reddish purple once again. But I think the most interesting part about this guys is that this person did the full on comic style very well, the cell shading style, the Liechtenstein pop art looking style very well. And I'm very impressed. What are your thoughts? Definitely reminds me of like Borderlands. Absolutely. Yeah. That cell shading graphics. Great call. I'm a little biased. I, I really like pop art and stuff, but I, I just think it really pops on the table and I could just see this really working. And I like the contrast of the yellow barrels with this purple and kind of burgundy wine tone nebula. So it's great. And uh, once again, shout out to someone going the extra mile, doing custom basing and putting as much work into the painting of the basing as they did the model, which is really selling the whole thing, which we've talked about a lot in this very show on these segments. But it's like, if you work on your basing as hard as the model, People are going to notice. And Dylan said this a lot. I mean, we did. Yeah. Well, it's it's also one use in competitions, like as in like just like really working on the basing, you know, and and matching, matching the work you put into the model, right? It's like you, you got to a certain point of the model and it's like, don't stop. Just you're right over almost over that finish line, you know, on the marathon. But closing on our honorable mentions, Dylan, what's your final honorable mention? So to continue along the long, the long train of honey badgering, I'm going to pick honey badger number five. I'm so glad you mentioned this one. So again, another beloved member of the Furious Finest community. This Gabby, I love her colors that he went with a more alternative red. I admit, I don't know if she ever wore something like this in the comics. We would need a, like a comic expert. Uh, where do you <laughs> find those? <laughs> I, fi- I find them in the dumpster outside of Bearded Dragon Games. Fantastic. Chris is off right now. This is a painting episode. So, oh, okay. So he, okay. <laughs> so he, he's a money, tra- money transaction didn't happen. I'm not sure either. I don't know that this costume is is canon the through line here is dylan is i've seen this person in the discord's models and they really like using red because i've seen that brotherhood team that's yeah. mainly red by this individual and i'm digging it and it looks like it might be some red standing on top of a yellow and white costume anyway which actually funnily enough i think Mar- i think well, where's i was gonna say something. it's mario so mario's <laughs> it's paint mario. <laughs> it's it's a him it's a mario so we love him yeah we have truth mario. there's not a day that goes by that i don't thank the universe that i know him so true when you look at his red i think and again i think this is what he did so in order to get a very vibrant more saturated red color as opposed to letting your reds turn into orange you were telling me about this 
which we had talked about off mic. What you do is you take the red and then you put some kind of very bright, maybe more unsaturated yellow on top of what you want to highlight. And then you Mm -hmm. take your previous red and then you just glaze on top of it. And it really helps keep the red red. Because if you put white in with your red, it turns into a pink. And if you use orange, it just turns into an orange. And it's something that drove me absolutely nuts my entire life, painting Blood Angels as much as I did. Mm. So I think Mario learned his, I think he's learned that lesson and it works here. It's great. And you got to absolutely love that Jonathan who looks like a custom Jonathan, custom Nippon ish Tanuki. Tanuki. Yeah. Tanuki. And he's, he's beautiful. And don't let anybody say otherwise. He looks like he's about, he's, he's scheming, you know, and I'm into it. I also really enjoy the shadow casting off the model and off of Jonathan, almost like if it's a, as if it's maybe a spotlight behind them or something. Yeah. So Mario is the master of light that's been established from this one and the previous entry. Well, you guys remember my vote last time, my, 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 in my top three. His, his Malekith last Mario's time. Mario's Malekith, the light. Oh, yeah. It was so Come cool. to that oh, by frost. It was just ab- insanity. So, and, and you know, and before we leave this one, I got to say, Mario, listen, Gabby's like, she's like eight or something. Is she supposed to be wearing makeup? She's got she's got lipstick on and she's got like the rosy cheek thing. She's too young to be wearing lipstick. Hey, did you also notice that he like her, she's got like highlights in her hair? Yeah, it's it like she's canon black hair. Gabby, this is like light hair. Gabby with like highlights, like some reds and some stuff in her hair. She looks like she's going to the club. Hey, you know what, Chris, if you see her at that at your job, you need to tell this young lady to get out of there. There's no way she makes it into my place of work. Okay. At eight years old. I'm sorry. I think she, Gabby's like 14, but yeah, Wep, Weapon X would be a great name of a club for sure. Oh, that's true. Committing that to memory. So, hey, angel investors that are looking listening for to this investors, podcast. let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get it. Let's do it. Let's, let's get do it started. Those are our honorable mentions before we get into our top three models. So, the way this works on these episodes is we painfully narrow down our top three picks each. It's very tough. It, we always struggle with it, it always hurts. And we kind of do a deeper dive on these three models that each of us pick. Because these were things that really stuck out to us, and we talk about the things that really matter and why they we think they did the things they did, right? And why they get the credit they so, so deserve. So we're going to start off with Chris. And Chris, what's your first of your top three models? All right. I just want to say that these are not in any particular order. I think all three of these models are fantastic. Okay. Uh, and it's too yep. hard for me to to put them in a particular order. So I'm going to go with the way they are opened in my browser. My first choice is Okoye number one. Describe this Okoye to us, Chris. This Okoye is, she's trying to contest some cosmic cubes on a corner in front of a brownstone building, possibly, but wearing a, a wonderful brown wrap with red armor, a bright blue pant, wonderful lighting, wonderful shading. It's just a great model. Custom print, too, looks like, too. She's oh, actually good, throwing good the call, spear. Good call. I got really, really involved in trying to talk about these colors. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is absolutely a custom a custom print. Uh, she's throwing the spear. Kind of an action scene here. No shield. Who who throws shields? That's that's silly. Shields aren't for throwing. <laughs> she has a shield. <laughs> Come on. No, not anymore. So when I see her, I see... Lots of warm colors. Mm-hmm. And then just oh so subtly, subtly, there's like, oh, there's a little blue. There's a little cool color. Let's bring it all together. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't yep. just all muggle, you know, mudge together. 
Some then, nice golds too. Yep. Yeah. And you figure she has all of these warm colors, but all there's enough differentiation between each one where you're like, boop, boop, boop. You know exactly where everything is. You know where it all ends. And it just looks fantastic. Expertly done. Truly. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So Chris, lead us into your second pick of your top three, because these are very cool. All right. We've got another Nebula here. It's Nebula 3. And once again, keeping in, th- if you want me to pick your model, just really rich, deep colors, and I'm it's going to catch my eye. But this one has just this amazing, vibrant pink highlighting on the orange that makes the model just absolutely pop off the table, complemented with, with just very well done blues that, like Dylan was talking about, uh, differentiate just enough to make sure that your, yep. your eye is not confused. Uh, everything is beautifully shaded and highlighted. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful looking model with a great, you know, bronze eyepiece that really stands out on the side of her head. This nebula is insane. I love quite it. Honestly, I like this. Is, this is easily got to be one of the better submissions in this, this time around. Right. Like, I just think the vibrancy of the colors and her face from a distance is insane. And also the staging of the photos. I mean, one of the photos she's squaring off with Thanos. And what, what do you not love about that? I love everything about that. Matter of fact, if you've listened to our lore episode on Nebula, that's in there. That's in there. So it's it's very cool. And um, I don't know, also very clean base. Very clean. I think the best part, in my opinion, is the, the purple is like top notch. Out of know. this world. Yeah, this is, this is like- There's gradients in it too. Yeah, It's, it's, it's so awesome. good. And it looks like it was shaded with, if not a violet, then definitely like a dark blue. And okay. I think that that is that if there was some highlighting that was either done with an airbrush or this guy knows how to glaze shade to a professional mm. level. It looks so good. I love it. Perfectly said. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. Well, Chris, closing out your final top pick. All right. My last pick is going to be Bob. Number one. We all love Bob. He's giving us a thumbs up. He's wearing a chef's hat. But the reason I chose this model was the absolutely gorgeous green, the green of the uh, Hydra agent jumps uh suit here it's just it's incredible it's it's highlighted subtly but wonderfully uh the musculature is great on the model dude is jacked right now the the shading on the yellow it doesn't pop out too much but it definitely stands out it looks like a worn the boots look worn the gloves look worn but it's still a really nice shade of yellow not too much brown not too much grim dark to it I, I absolutely adore it. I adore this model. Bob is definitely cooking on something something up. He's he's a building some pain with that. Yeah, man. Amazing paint job. Is the hot sauce thing actually part of, is that like a, the part of the sculpt? I was wondering the same thing. I have no idea. I don't think it is. So I think that's an added bit. I love it. You know, it's awesome. No, I, I echo everything Chris said, like vibrant model, right? Absolutely beautiful highlights and perfect Bob, quite honestly. And Chris, I'm happy you've gotten over your Bob issues. Oh, I don't like playing against him. Something that does <laughs> need to be said about Chris's picks. None of them have capes. I know it's weird. I don't think there was any capes this time. Not many capes there? this time, uh, uh, but only like one or two. Yeah, but those got those got stolen from me. So we had to stop you before you started. You know. <laughs> well, Akoye like taking has, a hit. She's got the butt cape. She does have a cape. Akoye has the cape. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So you did pick one. All right. Well, Chris, those are very exciting top picks and well de- well deserved for these painters. So we're gonna talk about my top picks before we get to Dylan's. This is very difficult, guys. Very difficult. But I'm going to start with Black Widow number one. So this model is insane. This was a repose entirely. Natasha is doing the superhero landing like we see her do all through the MCU. 
And of course, the Elena makes fun of in Black Widow. But also the paint job on this model is incredible on top of a full re-sculpt. So great highlights. This is that classic using various blues to highlight the black suit, right? Looks really good. And I actually think her face and makeup and stuff look excellent, which is not easy to do on this corset Black Widow because she's not got a lot going on in her face. That was something that was definitely impressed upon me that I need to say by the person who submitted this is that this is in fact a core widow. This is from the core box. I figured as much. Very impressive. And I don't even know how much, how this person got this much texture out of her hair. Well, just fine detail. This person is John BW. This is the previous champion. I figured we might as well say it. Well, then I've cast my vote. Well, apparently clearly, you, you know, you know, quality John killing it. I think always full resculpt. Yeah. The paint quality is amazing on top of the full resculpt. I don't know what to say, you know? I would kill to have a widow like this. The man knows how to sculpt. So what I what I think again, angel investors reach out to me. So I'm thinking maybe we should just get him to sculpt us sitting at a table oh. talking about you know MCP right or painting because right. the boy knows how to sculpt. I don't know. He probably is like the descendant of like I don't know like like Leonardo da Vinci. Clearly, I think it's obvious. It's very obvious. I mean, just look at this. Look at the sculpting. Yeah. I I mean, if he can get my Kentucky waterfall properly sculpted, then I will I will bow down. I guess I just have to believe that John is like every MCP model. He like sees like the Vitruvian man, <laughs> the Da Vinci did, you know, and he's like he's like moving the limbs and he's just like getting it exactly how he wants it. And I'm all about it. It's a skill. So, uh, John, hit me up. Let Kudos, me get you a uh, bravo, you know, a Shatterpoint Obi-Wan. Let's uh, let's meet in the middle Ooh. somewhere. You know, John. I always enjoy our chats, John. I love you, and I think everything you do is amazing. John, amazing work here. This model's incredible. The paint job's amazing, and then the re-sculpt is out of this world for a corset model. Bonkers, dude. Absurd. He keeps doing that. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, he's like the most basic soft models in the line I'm going to make really impressive. I mean, a lot of people have said Iron Man corset is like one of the weaker, softer models in the game, right? Just it just It's one of those things that people have said and look what he did with that so absolutely great job john beautiful work but we got to move on to my next top pick and guys what a job this is throg one throg the only throg he is throg one but the only throg we have forever may he reign yeah may throg always reign may he be may he be in this game asap please amg please but we're gonna talk about Mm -hmm. basing that wins this competition. It's this one. Well, let's talk about the Throg first. Dylan, very vibrant. I mean, Chris, there's I, a cape. You know I love it already. And the cape's vibrant. So, I mean, if this Throg was just on a basic base, we, we'd already have a but great But we have more here. than that. There's so much more than that. Yeah. Describe it to us, Chris, because this is just... Well, the Throg is... It seems like maybe at a babbling brook... Uh, just kind of taking it in that the base, yeah, just taking the a base respite. is 100% a little, uh, just a maybe a little tide pond uh, next to the brook. He is, he's on top of a rock surveying, but the photos, Jesse, are on top the of photos. A, I, I assume this is a game board, but it, it it's a stream, beautiful grass. I can't tell if it's yeah. game board or not. Maybe it's real. I don't know, <laughs> it's, but it's beautiful yeah. grass with tufts of flowers and, and, maybe crabgrass and things just growing. It, it looks incredibly Ugh. real. The, the resident representing the, the stream is just crystal clear and perfect. You can see the rocks at the bottom. They're all in perfect place. It's just outstanding quality. 
it goes to show you that Throg might be the a warrior of pure thunder, but he's still a frog. That's right. He loves places that frogs <laughs> like to be, which is these beautiful little ponds. Turns out he's an amphibian, yeah. He remains he's, a frog. He's got to have water. Tr- staying true to himself. <laughs> it's truly incredible. Indeed. And he's got the li- and it's got the little like leaves in his pond. Yeah, dude. The leaves are floating in his little But it's not just that. Base, yeah. The paint job's actually Lily incredible. Pads. If if you like just look at the helmet, right? Look at the wings on the helmet. Look at the detail done there. Yeah. Look at under the chin, right? Clean yeah. white. And under yeah. the chin we have the you know, what you think of when you think of amphibians and lizards, generally the underbelly is a little lighter in color. And we have that represented, but not just not heavy handed. It looks natural. It's it's truly, truly special. And he actually got the frog eye thing across. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely it's not just a human eye that he painted on the model. It's it's like legitimate. It looks the like frog a frog eye. eye. I love it. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Paint me a slon team for Blood Bowl, please. Uh-oh. This person. Because you know it's going you know to the dark side. That's right. So closing out my final pick, this pick just blows my mind, guys. I mean, all three of these picks of mine, I'm just very I would love to have these models on the table right in front of me. But we have Honey Badger Six. Now another honey badger is what you say, right? So let's talk about the honey badger first. She's wearing her white and yellow suit with the red trim. Uh, of course, the red X-Men logo. She's got blood on her suit. Also, very clear face on her. I mean, paint job on her face and eyes and stuff. Excellent. Excellent. But to take it to the next level, she's on completely different custom basing. And I, when I mean custom basing, I don't mean rocks. I don't mean tufts. I don't mean basing pace. I mean a whole giant Weapon X chassis with Logan inside. That looks like it's lit. It looks like Logan is possibly recovering from uh, adamantium bonding of some sort. Maybe it's a Logan clone. I just take your pick. Mm-hmm. There's so many Logan MacGuffins throughout Marvel and just all the time because he's awesome. But she's just standing on top of this. It's beautifully lit from underneath. Could be X24. You never know, man. But yeah, it's this yeah. this model and this basing is truly insane. I remember the person that submitted this said it was especially difficult for him. I think I don't remember if he said he fully repainted it, but he said that this model just gave him fits. And I don't know what I he was see that. fitting about because it looks great to me. The blood effect is like super well done. It's not overly done. It looks great to me, though. I mean, again, this is the basing gallery of this is the, the this is the painting gallery of with lots of basing is the new name because. This base is amazing. It's so wild. I mean, it's like its own terrain piece in itself, right? I'm just impressed with the 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 vision to come up with this. Like the fact that you even came yeah, up with this in I your mind's that. eye to begin with is just commendable. I, I'm truly impressed. Every time I look at the container, I don't know why, but I get a Hellboy out of it. It's back to tank for me. <laughs> That's fair. I, I think of the fish guy from Hellboy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Abe. Abe Sapien. I don't know why. It's Abe just every Sapien. time I see it, that's what I think of. Well, that's a good launching off point, Dylan, because, uh, I mean, it's hard to describe to listeners, but this Logan is in There fluid. are bubbles. Resin there are bubbles something. represented. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's one of those situations like we had last gallery where it's like someone's painting a model and then they're putting multiple other models on the model. You know, like that Sentinel that was fighting all the Wolverines, right? Like this is a good example of this person with the extra mile. Not only do they paint an amazing Gabby that could win a contest on its own, quite honestly, just a clean, beautiful Gabby with a great blood spatter on the red the red piping, just 
Awesome. Yeah, the red piping and the white. It's so clean. And then they did this whole basing terrain element that honestly looks lit up with LEDs. I don't even know what's happening. And then on top of that, the further you get down on the base, the actual bottom of the tank, there is mold. There is growth. You know, there's algae. <laughs> like it's it's nuts. It's very Weapon X. It's insane. Man, this person should maybe consider making some Weapon X terrain because this is insane. Also, you know? Gabby is yet again wearing lipstick. It might be the blood of her enemies, but it but it is Probably on is. her lips. She's too young. Too young to be worth that. Look, man, at some point she's going to have to experiment and find herself. And sometimes that means wearing lipstick a little bit early. You know, it's all part of growing up. It's just part of growing up. That's fair. Okay. I've been, I've been too short sighted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listener. I'm a little disappointed in you, but. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dylan, we got to move on. Cover your three top picks. And I know it's tough. Listener. I have consulted the sages and looked at the models, and I have to say, Black Widow number two. Black Widow number two is the core. Uh, Yet yet another, I think both of the Black Widows were both core widows. They went completely different directions because one of them went with the white suit, white widow look from the movie, the Black Widow movie, uh, also in comics, but I don't know as much about that, I'll fully admit. And... Yeah, it's great. It's definitely one of those situations where the white doesn't completely overpower the entire model. Like it, they knew how to shade the white, which is marvelous because it's not just like he took white at he took he took he found the brightest white he possibly could find and then slapped it on a model and then didn't do anything with it because you could mm-hmm. tell that there was care put into this. And I am totally here for it. Perfectly said. I, I will add the fact that this person went the extra mile and added some some rust and, and oxide that's, on their that base. That stood out you know? a lot to me as well, Jesse. And also great highlights on the hair. Once again, we have another Black Widow with great highlights on her hair because her hair is kind of soft on the sculpt. So the fact that both of these people that did Black Widows can bring the hair out like this. And I think that those things that you even noticed, they're both kind of orange, right? Yep. So those are both warm colors in comparison to the cool white, which is why I think they Got stand it. out so amazingly well. So this guy obviously did a great job understanding his cools and hots. All right, Dylan, lead us into your next top pick. The sages told me that my second pick should be the Wong that looks like Krillin. So that's right. I'm sure most of the people here are at least somewhat familiar with <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. When this thing came through the email, I was like, hot diggity, hot diggity dog. This looks amazing. And I responded with an all caps destructo disc. Cause that's what he's doing, baby. I did Krillin Wong and, Mine's just the regular sculpt, and this is not. <laughs> these are custom arms. They look like Thor arms or something like that. I'm not sure who has like the open hand. Well, Thor's doing this with one of his arms, you know, and then he's got one down. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm I'm very impressed because this Wong is ripped. Yeah, <laughs> he's been lifted. <laughs> He's, he's been spending time in the, the, the time chamber, the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Uh, I think that this entry, in my opinion, gets the most unique model out of all the things that we got. Wins the whole thing on that factor alone, yeah. So I, you should be very proud of yourself. You have an awesome model that you get to play on tables and make people like, what the heck are they playing? You did it. The double destructor disc, but also like I was not expecting the basing on top of the destructor discs, you know? Like I'm just very impressed with like... I don't know what happened on the base, like how they did this, but I'm very impressed. When does Krillin get this powerful? I don't know. He was pretty strong in Dragon Ball Super. When you heard I'm his not, friends. I'm not an expert, okay? So I'm. it's it's an honest question. I think it's been confirmed that Krillin is the strongest human. He is. Okay. Yeah, for That's, sure. For sure. Got it. 
So, you know, give the man He's some the respect. strongest man. He's the strongest I will, I will human give man. Him his flowers. He is he is peak among us. And he's uh, he's like a cop on a scooter or something. <laughs> the <Yeah>. show. <laughs> For some reason. Perfect. Anyway, it's amazing. Don't let our joking detract from that. This model's great and you resin deserve everything. Abound. Yep. Vibrant. The yellow is insane. You definitely need to tell us in the channel where that basing came from. Absolutely. You sculpted it or you printed it. We need to know. Yep. And like, where are these arms from? You know, like excellent stuff. All right, Dylan, closing us out. What's your final top pick before we get into our first and second place winners? So I asked the sages who the third one was. I didn't like their answer. So then I just picked Honey Badger 4. Okay. So Honey Badger 4, I got to say, they reached deep, deep into the depths of Dr. D's brain and they found the blue, like his favorite blue color and also just the yellow he could fall in love with. And then he put it on a Gabby, who's a model that I absolutely adore. Man, I love it. It's got Johnny got everything i will say i think this is a model that when dylan picked it chris and i both were like well shoot we can't pick that one it happened it happened a lot today but yeah this, this <laughs> it, it's true this painting this gallery, model's insane this painting gallery yeah, the painting gallery's tough <laughs> is i a master here you have no power over that's me. okay with me <laughs> it's good no this this honey badger is insane i mean the blue and yellow and then jonathan on top of that well keeping in themes of, of deep rich blues this model's got it. Yep. And she's got Canon Gabby hair, so I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Which, again, so. very strange, because I think the studio paint job has her as brown hair. They made a huge mistake. Yeah, AMG. What a bunch of sillies. <laughs> like, what a bunch of sillies. Humans. Just look at Logan right. and Laura, right? <laughs> look at Logan and Laura, and it's like, Gabby's definitely not light, light brown hair, but it's okay. Whatever. It yeah. happens. Clones. Clones. Mm-hmm. Maybe the cloning can make brown hair. It must have been a Sentinel attack that did it. I mean, she could have just died it, y'all. It's okay. And she's too young to be dying. <laughs> <You're> right, right. <laughs> That's what we call a callback jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the face on this Gabby, amazing. Yeah, the scars. Mm, truly. Yep. And and the hoodie. Like, absolutely. Once th- again, the hoodie. <laughs> I mean, these these Wolverine eyes, that's got to be mostly hand-painted in, right? It has but, to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which is just incredibly impressive. Forgive me if we repeat ourselves, but custom basing again. I mean, Mm. we know that this print comes with the rocks, but this person added more rocks. They added basing paste. They added tufts. They added moss. Added a badger. What more could you ask for? A honey badger. They they added a badger. Yeah. Anything with Jonathan though, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, you know? So yeah. Big props for me. Keep, keep it up. Keep up the good work. Well, those are our top picks guys. Amazing work. You guys killed it. I mean, the nature of this, competition dylan and chris is like so difficult it's like i think any of these ones we just mentioned could have easily won the whole thing for sure quite absolutely and and honestly you know dylan only knows the votes no one else knows them which i think keeps it very democratic but it's also like i know sometimes dylan that when the week is going by and the patrons are voting several of these models are at the top like i know the voting changes all the time Right. This is not any sort of like landslide by any means. Like everyone's hard work is definitely recognized. And I think our community is really unique because I think everybody truly does vote with their heart and also vote with like what speaks to them, you know? And we get a crazy spread of votes. And that's leading us to what we're going to talk about right now, which is who got second place. So where do we start? So the winner or the second, the second place winner of the painting gallery of no name. For the two threats is Matheos with Throg 1. The Throg I picked? The Throg you picked. There's only one Throg. Well, there it is, guys. That basing. Out of this world. What do you know? Also well-deserved. 
They had no idea that he was the winner, so they definitely picked that completely naturally. Right. Wow. That's incredible. But it also goes to show, I guess, you know, we're not going to do our bit as much here, but we will talk about the Sarag a little bit more because now we are talking about the actual second place winner where we always dig in to what they did, right, Dylan? And I think this Throg is showcasing all the things we talked about in this competition that we would like to see as hosts, but also that we think could get you a win. You know, I think the painting was out of this world, but the basing was also out of this world. But then you add more layers of great staging, great photography. So let me tell you why I think I want, why, or why he got second. So multiple things that r- you could really look at here. You have multiple textures. I will say... Painting, if you can get texture on a model, you're going to be way ahead of just anybody that uses like a contrast paint or whatever, which there's nothing wrong with doing that. But you'll definitely notice that once you start upping your painting game, texture is something that will inevitably inevitably come up to you reaching like that, like superlative level. Obviously, this is a gotcha. second. So when you look at his skin, you see froggy skin, you yes. know, like reptile yeah. spotty skin. And then you also add in the mud, the mud. The gross, disgusting, wet-looking mud. That's another texture. You have the actual hammer it, that looks like it's made out of some kind of metal, right? Yep. And yep. you also see his clothing, which is a little more smooth. You got the flowers. That's its own texture. The leaf looks like a leaf. All of these things, I think when you add them together, really help like kind of pull it above the rest. And I think that that is where his strong suit is, is texture. So this is de- definitely a victory of texture. I also think that it really helped that he had the novelty of Throg, right? Because who doesn't love Throg? True. Absolutely. So a very inspired choice. I think that one of the reasons he definitely got second was that he thought like two threat through and he was like, oh, who could be whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think he really benefited from an awesome like character choice. No, absolutely. And I think this is one of those situations of like, I do think the photography also just like propelled this to the top. It just did. Like it, it not only is it good photography but it's great staging. Like I've said multiple times now, because as Chris so eloquently said, like not only these are in these beautiful scenes and vistas, but it's like every shot of Throg is very different. You know, like he's on, he's in different areas. He's at different angles. Some are close, some are far away. Some are by the Creek. Some are just in the grass by the flowers and stuff. And I think it's just showcasing the model, different angles and different shots, quite honestly. And, you know, it's not just a bunch of shots like, like we typically take one of our models when we're done, right? We take a, like a front shot, a side shot, a back shot. This, these are like fr- throgs in the distance, you know, the river's closer to the frame, you know, and then there's another one of throgs up close. And I think the one that I like the best actually is the throg on the rock where it looks like there's the water collecting on top of the rock because his base, of course, is rock as well, right? So it's just like he's he's using the elements to all tie together and um, yeah, amazing stuff. It's like a much more candid shot. Yeah. It looks like certainly it's like in in a game or something, right? Amazing terrain to frame this amazing piece. Okay, so second place, well deserved, and I think maybe the uh, as you guys said, the leaves slash lily pads maybe won it altogether because floating on top of that resin is insane. Yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive and not easy to do. All right, it's time to announce the winner, Dylan. All right, <clears throat> let me get ready. Let me limber up a little bit. So yeah. the winner. Of the painting gallery with no name to threat is Jeremy L., also known as Moriartis, another lovely member of the Discord community. We all love him. He didn't manage to take away any of the golds from the the worthy at Adepticon, but he got an even better award. He got right. the painting gallery with no name for Fury's Finest. He did it. He took the gold. What a guy. Long live Jeremy. What a model. 
Well, let's talk about this Bob number two. Yeah, Bob two. That's what, I, I said that definitely. This is this is a different kind of Bob. Okay, this is a Bob that takes a little Next pride. Level. Okay, he this this bazooka rocket launcher, whatever it is, is polished to an incredible sheen. It is chromed out. I can see the city reflected in this thing. It is non-metallic metal. It is absolutely eye-catching, gorgeous, incredible. I think if I stare at this green too much, I'll literally just vibrate through a wall. Oh, I know. The green is so good. This is insanity. The texture, again, the texture on that green. Mm. What can we say about this model Like without you seeing it? you know, This is what we say every time with our winners, where it's like, you just got to look these models up in our gallery. There's one thing that Bob loves. It's tacos. Oh, yeah. And he's got plenty of them. Ready. Oh, I think I think it does answer the question, though, because I think on the top of that box is the hot sauce thing. Okay. And so that must just, it's less emphasized. Yeah. It must just be a part of the sculpted model. As Chris said, I think the non metallic metal rocket with these beautiful blues and silvers would be enough. And then you add the entire reflection of the city on it. I know. What do you do? Nuts. Like, how do you even like this is insanity, you know? And the tacos on top of that. Very well painted, I might add, the tacos. Like, there's actually light. Like, the, the taco shells are lit correctly, you know? And then you got the lettuce and meat and cheese on the inside. And multiple. It seems like Mor- Moriatis used all the tacos from the train set for this. Absolutely. And he's got a, a Coke down there. Of course, it's Chef Bob. But, Dylan, can you guide us through these these greens and yellows and how this was even achieved? Because this is kind of blowing my mind. So, if I had to take a guess at this, other than just masterful br- uh, brushwork... I yeah. want to say that that green is is stippled. There's definitely like a little stippling going on. Got it. Whether it's a full stipple effect that he was going for, or he just happened to do some like brush dabbing while he was also creating the layers. I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle, right? Because when you're at his level, you just you just naturally do it, right? Mm. So to say that he like that that was an accident is obviously that's impossible. Because if you figure the green itself, you definitely have like that dark green in the recesses. And then he yep. only, it, it looks like, at least as a finished product, that he did only do the stippling type thing with the bright green, which really makes it contrast feeling like phenomenally. I will go out and say that I really dislike doing non-metal metallic. The people that know me are definitely going to know that. For him to have gone through the amount of work that this thing must have take, taken, if I see you in person, I'll give you a hug. I'll give you a sleeping pill so that maybe you can get some sleep from all the, the amount of time this thing took. Holy goodness. And then the yellow itself, just masterful yellow work. Yellow is one of those colors that everybody seems to have a lot of problems with. I can definitely see the white because I've noticed that a a true good white will always end in, or I'm sorry, a true good yellow will end with a white if you want it to be bright, which obviously he did on a masterful level. Of course. It's great. And then obviously there's a chef hat. Yeah, the chef hat, of course. But I'm just thinking about like how long the Namatak metal took him before he started painting the city reflection on top of it. Because the Namatak is so good. The blues yeah. and the silvers. It, it stands out. It, and it truly, your eye really reads that as like a highly polished chrome at first glance. It's This is why people do not Namatak metal. Man. This is a it's perfect nuts. example of it, right, Dylan? Yeah, it's not like the people that know how to do it. It's like one of those things like if you know, you know. It, like the yep. Some of the things you can do are just incredible. But the amount of time that thing must have taken, I can't even begin to guess. Hey, uh, challenge, if you want your prize, you're going to have to go into the Discord and tell us uh, how many hours that took. There we go. Perfect. And if it's anything Perfect. other than 200 hours, I don't believe you. Amazing. Well, good job, Moriartis. I hope Moriartis has a blog about this because Me too. 
He has done uh, some amazing blocks for his Sentinels, which almost won the painting competition last time. Straight up. I will come out and say I think he should have won that one. Ooh. He did really well. It's worded yeah. out there in the in the ether now. I think he won that that category. <sighs> but staying out of it. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> well, he did an amazing job. Congratulations to our winners. We still have our random raffle winners we have to uh, right. we have to announce. And then we get to move on to the theme for the next painting gallery, which I am exceedingly excited to hear. So let's get through yeah. these raffle winners. All right. So first one, Charles L., the second winner. I don't actually have their name. I think I, I only have what their email told me. So if this sounds kind of strange, it was the only name I had. It is a Mick Kim 14. Okay. And then the third winner is Jesse R. Yet another very common Oh yeah, a persona of the Discord. So send me an email. The prizes for this one are going to be a little bit different. I will have the prize list. If I don't hear anything wanting to see the prize list, I have talked to Monument Hobbies, and they are going to email you a code for some free stuff off their website. That's nice. Amazing. That's very nice. So I, you know, I talked to Jason. I pinned him down, and I looked him in the eye, and I said, "I'm a really big fan." Excellent and then I, work. That's right. And then I left. I was there. I saw it. <laughs> I love Jack. Monument Hobbies is great. You definitely should buy stuff from them. Their paints are phenomenal. I walked away. I was like, I don't know him. <laughs> I don't. He's not my. He's not a big shot like me. Good stuff. Also, Dylan, I, I this is a better time than any before we get into the rest of this show. What is on this prize list that you and I have made? So the prize list includes many, many, many three D printed models. Yep. Uh, I have to update the list, so hopefully I'll do that t- maybe tomorrow morning. And then if you want to see the stuff on there, I'm going to rework the sign up sheet. So that it includes the prizes so that everybody can see it. There was like some, there was some thing we needed to improve as far as the actual gallery went. So I didn't really keep updating it. I did send the prizes out for the last winners that did contact me. So I am still sending them and I still have a lot of them. Now it's weird because a lot of the sculpts we have are from models that at the time had not come out. So I have a bunch of beta ray bills. Well, guess who's in the game now, baby. That's awesome. So it's fun to see the characters like slowly coming in. I admit, I ha- I still have, I think, all the characters of Alpha Flight, which I know is like a big fan. Oh, yes, favorite. yes, yes, yes. Right. So if you want one of those, give me a heads up. You can send me a you can send me a Sasquatch. I do have a Sasquatch. Puck is Puck is adorable. Always. And we've got more than just sculpts, right, Dylan? We've got a couple other couple other things. Well, we have some. I think I might have some paint stuff left. I think because yeah. that was usually one of the first some things that AMG always went. OP kit swag as well. Oh yes, we and yet that's correct. We do actually have an AM, the AM some of the AMG OP kit. See, I need to update it because I have it in a box and I have never <laughs> had a chance to update it. So that'll all be updated. It's live radio, folks. Right, live radio. This is uh, what they call making it up as you go. <laughs> So yeah, some some AMG OP kits, some alt sculpts, and of course hobby supplies and stuff. So. Whatever you are interested in to enhance your game experience, we're going to try to have it there and we're going to try to expand it as the future goes on. But I mean, the biggest thing of this competition, Dylan, is just doing it. Yeah. We've talked about this many times. You know, it's just participating and being part of the community and hearing our thoughts after it's done, you know, about your piece, but also just like it's the marathon, it's over, you know, and get ready for the next one. You know, it, it's awesome to have these like soft accountability. Every, is what I call it. every single person that entered this gallery, they got a prize. It's called the mm-hmm. it's called the finished model, baby. That's right. They they have the pride of submitting it to a competition too. Absolutely, you know, many that, of that's them, a big deal. Many of them have submitted, like we were saying at the very beginning. These people have consistently pre like Nuts. participated. They, I love it. So we got to get some kind of like 
some thing, right? Some like a long standing participant thing, like maybe like a like a badge or something. Yes, like an AA chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let, let's spend tons of money on challenge coins because those things are cool. Everybody loves. Those. They are so cool. Yeah, yeah. But something that's like you participate in six galleries. We'll workshop that. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, if you so. do that, I'll drive to your house and give you a high five. Okay, it's going to cost it. me hundreds of dollars, but you know, I think it's, I think it's worth it. <laughs> the, the, the cost would really more. the cost would really be the time on the road. That's it. But you know, it's the friends you make along the way. That's right. Well, closing out this gallery, Dylan, we need to know when the next gallery is and what the theme is, and then we'll get into rules. Okay, so August seventh will be the new deadline. That is. Pretty. I think we agreed on the new amount of the new deadline was going to be slightly shorter. Did we say three months? Because I think it was before it was four. And I got a lot of feedback saying that they really enjoyed the shorter time length. I think it was three. If not, somebody call me dumb. Three months, August 7th, which should be the second week because the first of the month was a Wednesday, I think, or something like that, whatever. But it's always going to be yeah. the first Monday of whatever month it is that it ends in. Got it. So that'll be the day. The theme. I'm literally going to read it word for word for what I was told. So Moriarty said, heavy hitter, be it with fists, guns, magic, energy blasts, etc. Someone that hits really, really hard. I love that. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Okay. Well done. We're going to get another 16 honey badgers. Fine with me (laughs) because all of those honey badgers were awesome. Yeah, they were really good. Or you were alluding to... Ulick. Ulick, I definitely think is going to be considered for like a heavy hitter. I'm assuming most models that are higher threat are probably going to be in there. Nebula's probably in there. Yeah, Nebula's in there. I think, yeah. I think there are folks at every uh, threat level that could be in this, could be considered a heavy hitter, to be honest. What would be a good like three threat choice for heavy hitter? Well, Iron Fist, of course. <laughs> I am a, so for the record, now I'm going to make this recorded history. I didn't give two two poopies about yep. Danny Rand until I listened to the Danny Rand episode of Fury's Finest where some guy Look, was like, read this he's book. Cool. I read it and I love him. I love him. I absolutely he's, love him now. He's cool <laughs> and he's completely maligned because of that stupid show. Yep. The show writers had no idea what they were going to, how to do Danny Rand and yep. the, the fact of the matter is 616 Danny Rand is cool. He's great. And he just got a disservice was done to him via the shows and i don't even think it was the actor's fault i think he did a fine job with what he was given they just didn't have a good vision for the character so for the record like i do wear an iron fist shirt now i wear it when i go to cons and stuff and they say oh i didn't like the show so i punch their soul out of them and you know exactly as you should do right like ancient one style yeah exactly correct move (laughs) their soul just leaves their body and it's like that's a dang shame well maybe you should change your opinion all right bye a lot of lot of wrong opinions out there yeah Darn Great right. example, Chris. Danny <laughs> Rand. Gambit. Another hard-hitting three-threat. So Yes. Does the man have power? Can he turn dice to wilds? Can he beam you away? Yeah. Maybe Luke Cage, too, because he's got that stagger. He's got the stagger on the and strike. I would consider yeah. Iron Man, too, just because, I mean, he's got Helios laser available to him. <laughs> I don't know if that counts, but sure. I'm <laughs> I in, think I'm it does, it. man. Come I'm on. i do it. If, if you really want to paint up an Iron Man, I think we can MacGuffin your way into it. If you do Iron Man, Helios, the card has to be somewhere in the shot. Okay, yeah. I'll take that. I'll <laughs> take that, Amendo. Represent it on the base. Uh, if you represent it, you might just win the whole contest. I was going to say, go. what if we like just get a light. giant pillar <laughs> of yellow <laughs> coming down, and that's called an Iron Man? All right, John B.W., get to it. Make it out yeah, of resin. Three feet, John. three feet of just pure energy coming down. 
from the yeah. heavens on a little on a little 35 millimeter base. The stuff's free, guys. It's free. Yeah. It's free. We're giving <laughs> yeah. this content. I'm, I'm giving away gold right now. Chris is got the idea Iron Man on a base, like with his hand on his ear, like he's making the call. We got the satellite floating above. And you have a giant resin laser coming down and just hitting Hulk right in the brain. There you go. Right in the brain. And Whoa. you got and you got to you got to paint dude. a Hulk fully up. Oh no! All right. so, I mean, this is one of those multi models. Get yeah, eye Hulk, so mm. it's like happening while he's in the air. Yeah. Ooh, there you oh, go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. let's do it. Uh, good stuff. If you have any questions about is this model meeting the guidelines of the contest, of course you can reach out to Dylan at FuryPainting at Gmail to check that. Good example of that very thing. We had people reaching out to Dylan and myself for this last contest asking if X character would be okay, X character being Throg or Vulture, right? Models that aren't yet in the game that we could say, would they count as potentially a two threat? One of those got second place for the record. Big deal. Yeah. So you can think outside the box and we're, we're very into that. And to kind of, and maybe we give a couple of examples just to be safe. So like a heavy hitter for like, let's just say DC, Superman, yeah, you know, apoc- or, yeah, apocalypse. Like he would definitely count. Yeah, I guess I, I guess he would. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> yes, apocalypse. I guess dark side stuff like that. You know, like your major villains who just hit real hard. So yeah, reach out to me. Uh, I'll definitely answer as quick as I can. If not, message me on Discord, uh, and I'm sure we'll get to that a sec. Well, let's talk about the rules real quick, Dylan. The things people have to do to participate in this contest. So now we know that it is the deadline is. August 7th, and then it has to be a heavy hitter character in your comic book game of choice. But how do they submit? So what you do is you get your model, take it out of the box. You take a picture of that. You take a picture of a pre-built or lightly painted model, and you take that, you, you put that to the side. Maybe like Z primed. Something like- Z primed's fine. Even if it's like some base coats and stuff, because like you just hear, heard about it and you'd already been working on gotcha. it or whatever. Just give me a heads up. As long That's as right. it's not like done, take a picture of that, put it to the side, paint your model. When you're done with it, think of all the fancy stuff we've been talking about today. Put it in a fancy scene, whatever you want to do. Take four pictures of it. Put them in your computer. Put them in an email. Name them in some way to where I know who it is. You send it to me at furypainting at gmail.com. If I reply, that means it's been logged. Once it's been logged, you know you're in unless something goes terribly wrong. So then at that point, you know that you are safe and then you will be entered into the thing, at which point. When August comes around, we'll have an episode like this. Listen to it, and then you will get your you'll get an indication that you won or not. Perfect, excellent, very easy, and we'll have all the info in the show notes, like always. Yeah, pretty simple, guys. I, th- I think the theme is very exciting. <laughs> I'm really excited to see where people go with this one. It's gonna be a little bit different, you know. And hopefully, this opens it up. We went from the bottom threat, and we're probably gonna like skyrocket up into the top threats. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We're gonna Mal- see. Mal- we're gonna Mal- see some Mal- We're gonna see. Some eye holes, yeah. Eye Hulk just came out. I'm sure everybody's got one sitting on their desk. Eye Hulk will be a good contender for this for sure. But yeah, awesome. That's how you guys enter and submit your entries. We really encourage you to do so. You've got three months to do it. You could do it as soon as like now, all the way till right before August 7th. Because on August 7th, we will compile all the photos. And with Dylan and the wonderful Eric in the Discord, we'll compile everything and make the gallery. And that's when voting will start in the patron Discord. And yes, every patron gets one vote. Democracy, baby. That's right. But that's it. Pretty simple. So we hope you guys enter that very contest. We're looking forward to what you can do. Fury's Finest is supported by our wonderful patrons. You can become a Fury's Finest patron by going to patreon.com slash Fury's Finest. 
Find us online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch at Furious Finest and on Twitter at Furious Finest Cast. You can email us at furiousfinest at gmail.com with any inquiries, ideas, collaborations. And of course, you can leave us reviews on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us out. We really appreciate it. If you use multiple podcast platforms, just leave us a review where you can. It really means a lot to us. Thanks to Approaching Nirvana for the show's music. And like Jesse was saying, please rate, review, and subscribe where you can. Uh, it helps so much more than you even realize. I know it's ridiculous to hear every week, but uh, it's the truth. It's the world we live in. So uh, we appreciate you guys for everything you have done thus far. Absolutely. So you can find us all on different places online and uh, chat with us. So you can find me, Jesse, on everywhere online, Twitter, Instagram, Longshanks, and Discord at Jesse Aiken. That's J-S-S-E-E-A-K-I-N. And of course, check out my Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. Hello there, the Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. Everywhere podcasts can be found on, on socials at Hello there, cast. We're getting you ready for Star Wars Shatterpoint by, made by the wonderful AMG, and we're very excited about it. And we hope you'll join us on the Star Wars Shatterpoint journey. Chris, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Longshanks. I am Chris Bruffett. I am Chris Bruffett on Instagram. Strong style on the Discord. Feel free to hit me up anytime. Dylan, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Discord at Dr. D4340. You can also email me at furypainting.com. And you might even be able to find me on my new podcast called Arachne, an Infinity Game Podcast. Just started up recently. We're two episodes in, and man, oh man, we've been having a ball of a time with that. We got a way better response than I originally thought we were going to for a first episode. I was shocked at the amount of people that downloaded it. And I would almost guarantee some of the people that downloaded are in here. So if you are here, I love you. Thank you very much. If you haven't downloaded it yet, do it. Do it. (laughs) Do it. What are you doing? We talk about infinity. My goal is it will be totally approachable from somebody who doesn't even play the game. We're mostly going to be talking about lore and stuff. It might be based on a show that you're listening to like right now, maybe the exact same format in a lot of ways. We're flattered. You guys deserve it. This, this, if you listen to this podcast, it it comes as no surprise, but it's actually, it's pretty good. Don't make me cry. (laughs) Yeah. Don't make us cry. I will say that whatever quality you deem for furious finest is, it's up to you as a listener. But what I will say I'm excited about the most, and I'm sure Chris would echo this completely, is that Dylan did not make content. And then he started listening to Furious Finest. And now he's like the content man. He makes awesome blogs on the Professional Casual Network, Truth. joins them on streams and on their very show, and now has his own show. So the greatest pride I have is that we maybe just gave you a little push just like the painting gallery with no name gives us a little bit push to step out of our comfort zone and do something creative. It's true that the do- the, the Dr. D brand started from the <laughs> Fury's Finest Discord. That was where it all began. <laughs> so I, I am honored that you feel uh, pride in that because trust me that you guys definitely were one of the, some of the biggest catalysts for that. And it all started with a After Dark. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Well, more on that very soon on After Dark, maybe possibly. So it's very exciting, though. But yeah, we're really excited about Dylan's show. And you should definitely give it a follow and some reviews on your podcast platform of choice, even if you don't play Infinity like myself. It's great. If you like sci-fi and not quite as grimdark as some other options, it is That's definitely me. a great. Yeah, it's great. The setting is amazing. We're going to be talking a lot about the setting. The first two episodes were introductions and a tournament that we went to with the third one. We're talking okay. religious nuts with guns. Perfect. That's what I'm here for. I am an aspiring yes. Infinity player, as you and I have been talking uh, over the last couple of months. Uh, I think we all are. Yeah. Chris, well, right? I, We've talked about this. Yeah. So I, I'm truly excited to get to know the lore on that game a little bit more because that's just going to make me more excited to play it. 
because lore is a huge part of me wanting to play a a war game, a tabletop war game. So I, Dylan, truly thank you for starting that project because I was actually wanting one, and then you just <laughs> that's right out of nowhere. You know, we're like, oh yeah, here it is, and it's truly it's truly cool. So great job. Yeah, and Infinity is a great game. So it's like it's one of those things where if Chris and I just get to know the lore. It's what really all we've all we've always wanted because we've always had friends that play the game. I think I I mean I've tried it before. I think you've tried it before too. It just just never stuck. I wasn't in the right place in life, but uh, I am now. It's like literally the opposite of 40k, where it's like the game is bad, but the lore is cool. You know, and people play it because the lore is cool. And I feel like Infinity is like the game is really good, and then people just don't know the lore, like they know right. 40k. Well, right? 40k lore to, is so just it's. It's good. It's incredible. It's incredible, man. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> Holy cow! So I'm just saying, like, but I'm much more interested in, like, like Dylan said, less grim, dark universe. Understandable. Uh, personally, if yeah. You like, so. If you like cyberpunk, you will. I do. Really, really, you'll love Infinity Universe. So I'll, I will leave it on. Don't let Aleph get you. Got it. Very good. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode where we, you know, unfortunately didn't have enough time to dive into all your entries. It, it hurts every time, but we hope you guys enjoyed what we did get to talk about. And until next time, thanks for listening. True believers. Excelsior. Keep it popping, guys. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. At this point, I doubt anything would surprise me. Ten bucks says you're wrong. 